so many of you have asked me to continue doing the podcast that I'm going to try to do a number of these for you so that we can keep this thing rocking and rolling here and give you some content in a format that you want to consume it in. And I know I write the blog post every day. Right now, it looks like the RSS feeds and the email feeds, all those things together mean that about 111,000 people are subscribed to the blog in some form or another, and about 80,000 are subscribed to the newsletter. But not everyone wants to read, which means I have to produce content in other formats, hence the YouTube channel and in the arena, the podcast, which you can find on here, iTunes is where you probably found us, or Stitcher or some other place where podcasts are syndicated. What I want to do is start trying to do more of sharing some of the content that shows up on the blog so that when you're in your car or you're on an airplane or you're in an Uber and you're wherever you happen to be, maybe you're on a treadmill, maybe you're at the gym, but I want to make sure that you have access to this content if you want it in a format that allows you to consume it in a way that makes sense for you. I'm going to start here by uh, giving you the Sunday newsletter because for me, it is Sunday and I wrote this and produced it today. And now I will do it in audio for you so that you don't miss this. Maybe you don't get the newsletter. If you don't get the newsletter, you really want to get the newsletter. You can find that at thesalesblog.com forward slash newsletter. Do go out and sign up. If you go to thesalesblog.com, I promise we are going to accost you with a banner and make you sign up for the newsletter if we possibly can make that happen. It's what we do. We want you here and we want to share these ideas with you. Today's uh, newsletter email was just, uh, it's something a little bit different for me, and it's called, What Will You Do With Your Dash? And I was thinking about some of the things that I've learned and some of the things that have been useful to me, and I wanted to share this one with you because it's it's a good story with a good thing for you to think about on a Sunday, or maybe you're getting this on a Monday or some other day, it's still going to be useful for you. I was speaking with a Zen master that I had asked for some help. I was asking him to consult with me and share some of their practices. So I got a deeper understanding of how it is that they think, because their thinking is truly spectacular in, in a great many areas. And he asked me a question at the time. I wasn't prepared for the question. I didn't know it was coming, but he asked me, what are you afraid of? And without hesitating, I answered with a single word, death. And surprised, he said, it usually takes people a lot longer to get there. That was really fast. And it was really fast. And I'd spent some time thinking about what my fears are. And for me, I explained to the Zen master that death seems a bit too permanent a condition for me. And I don't really like situations where I can't call for a do-over at any time. I'm the kind of person that makes mistakes and iterates. So I want a do-over every chance I can get because I know I can do something better. This thing is too permanent. So the estimate right now of the number of people who have lived on this planet and have already left us is 108 billion. And I don't know the science behind that number. It's projections that scientists have done. Plus or minus, it's in the neighborhood, and it's a staggeringly large number. What this means for us is that the evidence is stacking up that this experience is universal, even when it might not be pleasant to think about it, and even when gobs of people in Silicon Valley are trying to what they would call cure death. And I support their work but I think there's still a long way off. One of the most influential books I've ever read was The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. 
And the first habit that Covey writes about is called begin with the end in mind. And Covey gives you an exercise and he asks you to complete this. And what he asks you to do is to imagine you're at your own funeral and that people are going to stand up and give you a eulogy. He asks you to write down what would you want them to say about you while they're giving your eulogy. The outcome of the exercise is for you to recognize what's really important in your life. And if you apply that exercise to your calendar, it means that you have to do what's most important to what you want later, in this case, much later. It's a clarifying exercise. The recognition that there's a beginning and an end means that you can do what you want with the time you have here. And I've seen this idea described as the dash, the little mark between the day of your birth and the day of your departure on your tombstone. You get to decide what you do with the dad. If you believe that this is true, then you are free from having to worry about all of the tiny, inconsequential things that happen from day to day as they end up being meaningless in the big scheme of things. And so this vantage point, when you start looking at this and saying, I own the dash between these two things, is a different vantage point. If you take that vantage point and you really consider where you are, you no longer have to worry about what other people think about you since none of them are going to be standing up, well, let's say a small number of them anyway, are going to be standing up to provide the eulogy that Covey recommends you write as a way to live in line with your values. None of them really matter, and you should decide what you want to do because this is your gift. It's your life. You get to decide what you're going to be, what you're going to do with your time, how you're going to invest it. And right now, there are pyramids in Egypt where the pharaohs entomb themselves with all of their worldly possessions. The pharaohs, however, are gone, and much of what they valued is still here in the earth or in museums. As it turns out, you don't really own any of your material possessions. You're only renting them, which means you have to look somewhere else for purpose and meaning. You do, however, own the dash, which is yours free and clear from any obligation. Because they're an end, you're liberated to do what you want with your dash, a word that I like so much because it indicates moving with haste. So the question for you here is, naturally, what are you going to do with your dash? Okay, now for a new segment, which is going to be questions and answers. This one comes from Zola over LinkedIn. It says, got a question in my mind and thought you may have the answer. What aspects of a company should be aware can be called a full understanding of that company? I don't think English is Zola's first language, so bear with me here. The reason I asked that question is I am on a business trip, had several meetings, raised some questions, but I couldn't judge whether I had fully understood my client's business after these meetings. Best regards, Zola. Okay, so the question basically is, what aspects of a company should I be aware of so that I can gain a full understanding of that company? Okay, so that's one premise here that we're going to have to talk about for just a minute. And then I couldn't judge whether I had a full understanding of my client's business after these meetings. Okay, that's a different outcome. So let me separate these and talk about both for just a minute. So first, what aspects could be called a full understanding of your prospective client's company? Okay, you do not need to know as much as your client knows about their business. 
but you also cannot be a know-nothing. So you have to know generally how their industry works. You have to look into their industry. You have to do some research to understand what trends are impacting their business, how they measure success. And you can do that specifically by looking at some of the public companies and doing a little bit of reading and research on what analysts have to say and what the news has to say. And you can get some idea of how the business works by doing that. If you call in a particular vertical or verticals, every time you're sitting down doing a discovery meeting, you should be discovering as much as the prospective client. You should be learning as much. It is an information exchange that is not one-sided with you asking the questions and the customer explaining things to you. You also have to explain things to them, but you're being educated on their business while you're sitting across from them if you're doing the work correctly. Every single interaction you have with a client is a chance for you to get a deeper understanding. I can tell you when I was young, I just used to ask the people that I was calling on uh, one single question. I would always ask the question, what does someone in my position need to know to be able to create value for you? And then I would let them tell me, this is where we're struggling, where you need to be an expert. And where you need a full understanding is not just the client's business, because they know that very, very well, and not just your business, because you know that very well, but the intersection where those two businesses come together, the challenges that they have, the opportunities they have, and the value proposition that you present and sell to them. That space right there is where you have to be the greatest expert. You have to know more about how to get the results for them in their industry than they know how to get the results in their industry. And if you've listened to this or watched my YouTube videos, you know that to be a trusted advisor, you only need two things, trust and advice. And if you have the trust, but you don't have the advice, then you're missing a full 50% of a recipe that only has two parts. I am Anthony Inarino. Even when I'm flying solo here with no guest, you can still find me at thesalesblog.com or you can find me at my last name, anarino.com. You can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash anarino or LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash anarino. Traditional spelling, I-A-N-N-A-R-I-N-O. If this podcast is helpful, if you want to keep it up, if you want to share this, please go out and give it a five-star rating and a review on iTunes that helps us spread the word. And until next time, I will see you in the arena. This episode of In the Arena was sponsored by the Outbound Conference. Go to outboundconference.com for tickets. It is the greatest show on earth as it pertains to sales performance and sales conferences. You're not going to do any better than Outbound, I promise. I will be there with my good friends, Mike Weinberg, Mark Hunter, and Jeb Blunt. We have guests coming. Some of them you may have heard of, like Jeffrey Gittimer, or Bob Berg, or Waldo Waldman, or Victor Antonio, or Andrea Walls, or Colleen Francis, and many, 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 many more. It is a three-day event in Atlanta, April 23rd through 26th. You're going to find us at the World Congress Center, a beautiful venue, and in the very best room available, the Georgia Ballroom. It is a massive spectacle of a room, and you will be in the main room for two days getting mindset, skill set, and toolkit, practical, tactical, actionable, because that's the promise when you show up to Outbound. So right now, run out to outboundconference.com. 
get your tickets. And listen, if you're a sales leader, bring your team. We're going to give them two days of training. And if you buy the elite tickets, a third day of training where you're going to have a full day of workshops following the conference itself. Everyone who is anyone is going to be there. You have to be there too. Outboundconference.com. And I'll see you in Atlanta. This episode of In the Arena is sponsored by me, Anthony Anarino and the Outcomes Planner. I want to take a minute and share some information about my new planner with you. We call it B2B Sales Toolkit, and you can find it at b2bsalestoolkit.com. This is a planner that I designed for salespeople, and it's based on my own personal productivity strategies. If you ever wonder how I get so much done, you're going to find the answer at b2bsalestoolkit.com. The planner is made up of three parts. So the main planner is a hardcover book, and it's a place for you to capture your goals, your disciplines, your appointments, and your sales statistics, and a bunch of other features. We call that big planner outcomes, because that's what productivity is. It's generating outcomes. And a lot of you listening to this may feel overwhelmed because you're busy, which is not the same thing as being productive. In fact, these two ideas are polar opposites. The second book you're going to find in the toolkit is called Outbound, and it's a place where you design and keep your pursuit plans for your dream clients. Those clients that are strategic enough, they're custom-made for your value prop, and you're going to have to pursue them over some long period of time to be able to pull them away from your competitor. This is the only planner you're going to find that addresses winning your dream clients and making your number. There's nothing else on the market. We looked at every single thing. It's not designed for salespeople, but this is. The last piece is a tear sheet tablet that we call 90-Minute Blocks. And this piece is designed for you to sit down and very thoughtfully and intentionally decide what you're going to do with three 90-Minute Blocks each day for your most important outcomes and to plan that work. So this means what we're going to help you do is give yourself four and a half hours in proactive mode and three and a half hours in reactive, responsive mode where you can still deal with the demands of your company, the demands of your clients, and all the other things that are going to interrupt you while you're trying to do your work. So go to B2B Sales Toolkit right now to check it out and subscribe to the program. When you sign up, you're going to get access to a 16-video course where I walk you through the planner and how to use it to create the greatest success for you and for your people. And then you're going to get an invitation to join us in a private Facebook group so you can share your success and so we can come on and give you live coaching. Go check out the planner at b2bsalestoolkit.com. Increase your productivity, and I'll see you inside once you're in the Facebook group.